life's existential questions, aka adulting, can be daunting and scarier than you and I may like to admit at times. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I'm really, really glad you've taken the time to spend some time with me today. Before we dive into today's episode, my coaching spots for July are booked, but if you are interested in possibly getting started in August or September, well, then let's talk. As you may have heard me say, when I work with my clients, I am deeply invested in helping you get better at running the business of what you do. That tends to look a lot like helping you gain more insight about what's working and what isn't working with your business model, your sales and marketing process, and your pricing strategy. It looks like helping you to enhance your decision-making skills and to helping you cultivate a process for applying your learnings from our coaching engagement so that you can make business decisions that center the health of your personal finances. My goal is to co-create with you a roadmap so that you are more successful, profitable, and not broke. Not broke financially, not broke energetically, and certainly not broke creatively. If you'd like to chat about what this may look like for you and your business, then schedule a discovery call and let's see if there's a fit. Send me a direct message on Instagram. Let me know you want to schedule a discovery call and we'll take things from there. But for now, let's get into today's show. And let's put it on the table. It's not always easy to focus on what matters most, especially where money is concerned. Often, or I should say other than the numbers and personal finance geeks amongst us, who really wants to take time each month to review financial statements? Who enjoys tracking, assessing, and evaluating the progress being made? Who delights in creating a game plan, let alone doing so on paper? I know I fall into that category. I know a few others do as well, but not everybody. Even though it's necessary work, and even though I and a few of my compadres find this fun, for most people, it's not fun work. It's far easier to check email one more time. It's far more interesting per to peruse your favorite social media channel for just a few more minutes longer. It's much more pleasant to take that unscheduled phone call because, you know, you haven't spoken to the person since, well, hmm, yesterday? Look, we all suffer from being distracted from time to time, whether that looks like losing focus on the task at hand or stalling to make a decision and or operating under the illusion that doing something is the equivalent to taking action that is connected to a strategy and purpose. Distraction isn't a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And while our digital age certainly makes it easier to be distracted, it's not a new phenomenon. In fact, the 19th century philosopher, Friedrich Nietzsche, argued in 
unmodern observations that we, quote, seek out distractions to avoid facing big questions, end quote. And there is nothing like money, what you have and don't have to prompt the big questions of life. Am I right? Facing life's existential questions, aka adulting, can be daunting and scarier than you and I may like to admit at times, in part because the answers aren't always immediate or neat and clean, in part because you don't always like the answers that surface. That's why taking a hard look at your finances and life may cause you to confront things you'd rather not. For example, maybe you'd not rather not confront realizing that it's time to throw in the towel on the business that you started because despite all your effort, it's not profitable and you've exhausted all your financial resources to make it so. Maybe you don't want to confront things because you've reached your threshold and you can no longer take working a job that isn't satisfying and challenging simply because it provides financial security and stability. Maybe you're realizing that that beautiful home you bought, you actually can no longer afford it. Or maybe you're realizing that in theory, the values you thought you and your partner shared were aligned. But just as soon as you hit a major financial hiccup and reality reared its head, that alignment evaporated. By no means are, is this an exhaustive list of examples, but these and more represent when you have to confront what is happening in front of you. And as a result, maybe you have to make some hard choices. Maybe you have to confront certain emotions. Maybe you have to change some long-held beliefs. And all of these represent a truth about life, perhaps maybe even yours, that being distracted can often help you avoid. And what's worse, the distinction between are you distracted or are you avoiding the truth, it can be so subtle that you don't even recognize what you are doing. But my friends, distractions can be costly. In business, distractions, usually in the form of workflow interruptions, cost the U.S. economy $588 billion a year, according to BASEX, B-A-S-E-X, research. And according to a purchasing power survey, 34% of employees are distracted by issues concerning their personal finances. Spending two to three hours per week at work thinking about or dealing with aspects of their finances. So clearly, the cost of distractions is high as measured by the loss of time, productivity, and money. And it doesn't just affect you and your immediate family, but it affects your business or your employer and the economy at large. All of these pay a price for your distraction too. When that distraction isn't temporary, when it isn't a needed break to simply help you to get refocused and re-energized, when it becomes a way to avoid taking action that is connected to a strategy and purpose, then you are likely avoiding a truth 
that you have concluded you're not ready to face. Unfortunately, the price for that choice often stunts your progress toward the future you want most. So after all that I've just said, you might expect me at this point to suggest ways to minimize your distractions, right? But nope, not gonna happen. Instead, I want to offer a way of identifying and tackling the why behind your distraction, which is far more enlightening in my opinion. Think of it as an outer body experiment where you are observing yourself. And so here's what I mean, and here's what you need to do, and here's what this looks like. So choose a day, maybe for example, a Monday, start of the work week. As you go through your day, pay attention to how often you become distracted and shift your attention from the task at hand or from making a decision, any decision, small or large, and it doesn't have to be money related. So pick a day, again, for example, a Monday, as you go through that day, pay attention to how often you come become distracted and shift your attention away from one thing to another. Note what captured your intention instead, and then how much time did you spend doing that? And then note the first thing you did when you returned to the task you abandoned or if you finally made that decision that you had been deferring. If you do this experiment starting on, as the example I just shared suggests on Monday this week, next week, do it on a Wednesday and do it for four weeks, choosing a different day of the week each time. Once you have four weeks worth of data, review it to see what patterns emerge, what's similar between those four dates, what's dissimilar, what's consistent. From that collection of data, you're going to have a pattern. And whatever pattern you discover, that is your answer to the question. Are you being distracted, which we all bump up against from time to time, or are you just avoiding the truth? And I'd say that this experiment is worth doing because this distinction is worth knowing. It's worth knowing in matters large and small. It's worth noting regarding things that relate to money directly as well as non-money you know, non issues that perhaps relate to money indirectly. And it is worth knowing even if your immediate behavior doesn't change. Simply having the insight to me, that's a wonderful starting point. It's also a wonderful point at which to, to end this episode. So that is it for today. As always, thank you for listening all the way until the end. If today's episode sparked an aha or reflection, I'd love to hear more about that. So please send me a DM on Instagram. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast and perhaps this episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review. We do, in fact, read them. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. And again, thank you for listening today. 
I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money. Money.